Hi, welcome back to You're Gonna Be Okay. My name is Bella, and if this is your first time listening, welcome. If you have listened to my podcast before, welcome back. I am so thankful um, to see, you know, even when I haven't posted in a long time, I still am able to get my statistics every week of how the podcast is doing and see how many downloads and views. And so even though I haven't been posting, like it still is getting out there and people are listening, which I am so thankful for and think is so cool. Um, Let's get into it. So today I really wanted to focus on the reality of mental health in college. And this is coming from my personal experience and what I've noticed from my peers around me. Um, But yeah, I honestly, this may be a difficult episode to listen to. I'm just going to be very like raw and real about it because I think that's important. Um, and what I mentioned in my last episode is I really wish there were podcasts and content out there that I could listen to that I feel like, oh my gosh, like someone can relate to me right now and how I'm feeling and where I'm at. So I want to be able to be that voice for someone else. Even if it's only like one or two people, that's, that's enough for me. Um, so yeah, last semester, I'm in my second semester of college right now. Um, last semester was my first semester and I am originally from Dallas, Texas, and now I go to school in Southern California. And so I was in this new environment and honestly, I feel like I still am navigating this environment that I'm in. Um, and very much still like establishing myself and settling in definitely not in the same ways that I was at the beginning, but I just, I don't, I couldn't exactly say that like, oh yeah, like I have my, my grounding or like, you know, but that's okay. Um, so first semester I noticed I was really numb. And at first I thought it had been like, I saw this feeling of being, I didn't recognize it as feeling numb. What I first recognized it as was, wow, this is the first time in forever that I've gone without being depressed or being like so anxious that I can't function. And I've really, I've struggled with mental health. I mean, it has, it's like a roller coaster throughout the years. And I've always gotten horrible horrible season depression, seasonal depression, and, um, have really struggled with that. And like, it felt like my first semester, like, wow, this is the first time in years that I'm not experiencing that. And it was honestly like, it it was relieving. Um, but with that being said, I also started to notice things like I couldn't cry. And if you know me, on a personal level, if you went to school with me, if you're a family member, you know that is so completely out of my character and honestly concerning because I am someone who cries all the time. Like I cry when I'm happy. I cry when I'm sad. I'm cry when I'm angry. I cry all the time. It's one of those things where I have to have that emotional release to feel better. And after I cry, no matter what I'm crying over, I just feel a million times better. Um, so all of a sudden I went from being this very like emotional, empathetic person to kind of being out of touch with that. And I felt like that really, um, 
kind of hindered the relationships that I was making. You know, I'm put in this new environment where I know absolutely no one and I'm out of touch with this emotional side of myself. And it makes it really difficult to build sustainable, trusting relationships when, you know, you're not being your authentic self and being vulnerable in that way. And I just felt like I physically couldn't. And it was almost like my body went and my mind went into survival mode, um, being in this new environment, which I I don't blame at all. Like, I feel like that is completely normal, normal and under like understandable because, you know, we all react to new environments, different circumstances and, um, life transitions differently. And I had not experienced a life transition like this, um, until now. And that just happens to be how my mind and body reacted. And I'm still reflecting on that. It's made me extremely slow to process anything that happens even now. I mean, now I'm still, now I feel like I'm a lot more emotional and I kind of got back to touch with that over winter break when I was able to really, really decompress and, um, you know, feel in a comfortable environment, but yeah. Um, my first couple weeks coming to college, I was so anxious, but it was manageable. Like I would wake up in the morning and you, that anxiety that you feel in your chest, like the minute you open your eyes and it's just like, Oh my gosh. I felt like that for weeks. Uh, but I was able to get through it because everything was new and exciting. And it was almost kind of like an adrenaline rush for me. And kind of kept me going and I was, it was exciting for me to be like pushing myself and being in these new social settings and meeting these people and hearing their stories and experiencing these new things that like, it was so, it was still very much manageable. Um, I was very, very, very homesick. I was calling my mom every day, if not twice a day, um, just because, you know, leading up in between graduation and leaving for college, I spent so much time with my family and with my best friend that it made it so difficult to leave because I had gotten that much closer. And if you know me, you know, family is everything to me. And, uh, to be so far away from them was just so difficult. But at the same time, like I was still enjoying what I was learning and experiencing here. Um, so that, that was difficult. I got to go home once in October and then I went home for Thanksgiving. The time I went home in October, it was great. I ended up staying like an extra night because I just felt like I had flown in. I flew in late Friday night after my classes. And then I was supposed to fly back Sunday afternoon and I just felt like I was not there at all. So I ended up getting an early flight Monday morning and it was perfect, but it was really Thanksgiving break that I started to feel emotional again because I had a, I had all, I had a whole week off. Um, so I got to go home and I got to spend so much time with my family and be around my family. I was finally able to get like deep sleep. A lot of my Thanksgiving break, I spent sleeping 
um, because I just wasn't getting like good quality sleep in college. And like, I was also very emotional because I just felt like, you know, being back at home in an environment where I am completely comfortable, you just let your guard down and you're really able to decompress. And it made going back to school so difficult, so, so, so difficult. And, um, really like the first time that I cried hard while I was here at Chapman, which is insane because this is like months, this is end of November. Like I literally, I cried when my parents left, but besides that, like I really, I couldn't cry. There were, of course there were times where I wanted to cry, but I just physically, physically could not. Uh, but right after Thanksgiving break, I made a phone call home and I was like, mom, like, I don't know if I can do it. Like I, and it was only three weeks in between Thanksgiving and my six week winter break. But I was like, mom, like, I don't think I can do it. Like everything just felt so overwhelming and it felt like it was crashing down. It felt like I was fighting for my life for this three weeks in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And basically she told me that I needed to get a grip and get it together. (laughs) And, um, at the time when I, you know, I, that's not exactly what she said. It was a much longer conversation than that. But that was the moral of the story. It was, I love you. Get a grip. Get it together. It's only three weeks. Um, it was just like, oh, my gosh, so overwhelming. And I don't want to be here. And I want to go home. And this is too much. I don't know how to handle this. Um, but it it ended up being fine. I had finals. There was an undie run. Um, which was really fun. The halfway through finals week, they do this undie run where everyone runs in underwear and like pajamas from campus throughout orange, which is where the university is. So it's basically like around the block at midnight and it's supposed to relieve midterm or final stress. And it was so weird. I had never experienced anything like that, but it's something that happens at the end of every semester during finals week. Um, And I don't regret it at all. Like, it was so much fun, and it made me, like, love school. And that I was just, like, doing crazy. Like, what what other time are you going to run in pajamas and underwear besides college? Never. Um, So, sorry to my family that's listening to this and didn't know that I did that. Surprise! (laughs) Um, But... Honestly, I went home for winter break. It was great. In my last episode, I talked about, it was like really long. My winter break was six weeks and all my friends left by like first week of January. So I was ready to come back to California because, and my parents were working again and my family was working and my cousins were back in school and all of that. So I just felt like, what am I doing here in Dallas? I want to go back. Um, I was also so cold in Dallas too. And people were tanning here in California. And I was like, that's where I want to be. Um, so I was ready to come back, but it was so nice reconnecting with old friends, sleeping. I was started working out so much. Um, my best friend and I were going to the gym literally every single day and it felt great. Um, and then Yeah, I, then when I came back here, I noticed I was just very, um, 
I was very anxious coming back second semester. It was these feelings of, oh my gosh, does anyone still remember me? I had rush. I was rushing a sorority. They call it recruitment here. So I was going through recruitment and that was very nerve wracking because it was a process that I was extremely unfamiliar with. It was very much out of my comfort zone, but it ended up being extremely rewarding with the conversations and the people that I met. Um, but you know, it, it, my housing situation, I mentioned it in the last episode. I don't exactly feel safe in the location where my apartment is. And so that has made me extremely anxious And I'm talking like I have not, it's when I get really anxious, it affects how my appetite. So I've not, it probably as of recently, it's been like this week I've been able to eat, but there was a whole month where I could not have a meal. Um, and I've had a very negative relationship with food in the past. So feeling anxious and not being able to eat kind of puts me back into those bad habits and, uh, having a difficult relationship with food. So that was very, very difficult to navigate. And, you know, I, it, it made me very depressed because when I'm not nourishing my body and I'm not taking care of myself, my mental health declines so much because I just don't have the ability to function and it makes me so tired. And I started having these anxiety attacks and I haven't had anxiety attacks like this in so long. Um, like, you know, gosh, like really a very, very long time. Um, So I started having these anxiety attacks and it just felt like everything was spiraling and out of control. And honestly, now, like I still find myself having these anxiety attacks. Um, but I, you know, I've been trying to work out more to help with the anxiety and it really does. It's just hard getting yourself motivated and even doing the little things like having a clean space, having a clean apartment, you know, now when I would get depressed, my room, you could always tell because my room would become a mess and I'm someone who always has to have a clean room. But living in an apartment, it's a studio. So it's not like I'm just limited to a dirty room. It was okay. Like I'm not washing the dishes anymore. It's becoming harder and harder to keep the apartment clean. It's taking me forever to do my laundry now and there's messes everywhere and I'm too tired to shower and all of these things like taking care of myself just became so overwhelming and so difficult and for me this has been really hard to process I'm so sorry if you can hear the sirens in the back I live directly across from the hospital um anyways this has made it uh so difficult to function and it's very hard to process as well because you know just a month ago I was home and I was fine I was with my friends I was well I guess over a month ago but it really wasn't that long ago that I was home and I was fine and I was with my friends and I was thriving and getting my eating to be healthy and my workout schedule and all of these things. And then I come back here and it just seems like everything seems to be spiraling, which has been quite overwhelming, but I have been taking 
measures to try to um, adapt to these feelings and this decline in my mental health. Like I've started, I told my mom, I said, mom, like I need to start there. I texted her. I was like, I need to go to therapy. And she's like, okay, you know, and she's very, very supportive. She said, you know, no matter what it costs, no matter how often you need to meet, whatever it is, like, if you need help finding one, I'll look in, like, I'll start looking into it. You start looking into, you know, into it as well. Start asking around and see, and she's been very supportive. Um, so I've been using that and I haven't been to, you, I, I went to therapy years ago and now being back in therapy, I'm like, whoa. Um, but I think it's, it's good, especially because the reality of mental health in college, especially your first year is that it is so lonely because these it's hard to establish deep-rooted trusting relationships with people that you just met a couple months ago and who have these whole lives that you really don't know you know and you may think you know someone and the reality of it is is that you only know a very 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 small snippet of their life and their experiences. And so it's very difficult to trust people um, that you're around and to open up and share those things and be vulnerable. And I know that I've had a very hard time being honest with my parents and people back home about how I've been feeling and struggling because it's almost this like feeling of guilt and not wanting them to worry because, I mean, my parents have made Chapman is a private university in Southern California. There are sacrifices being made for me to be here and have these opportunities and live this life and have these experiences. And so it's this feeling of guilt of not wanting to call home and not wanting to worry them. And, you know, maybe it's not being, currently it's not the most ideal experience or what I thought it was going to be. Um, but regardless, it's just kind of been like that internal conflict of still being responsible and taking the initiative. Like, hey, I should tell someone that I'm not doing okay right now, which I think is so important, but it's so difficult. Um, so that's, that's where I've been at. Um, I'm also trying to really prioritize sleep and I have to be careful if I'm being honest, because for me, when I get depressed, when I get anxious, sleep is like an escape and I will sleep all the time because then I don't have to feel what I'm feeling. Um, but I've really been trying to get on a normal sleep schedule and stay consistent with um, even on the weekends, still waking up early, going to sleep somewhat early. Um, and that has been making me feel a lot better. Um, and also like stepping away from things that I'm participating in for the sole reason of distracting myself. Yes. When you're anxious, it is important to get your mind off things, but like partying and stuff like that, like you have to strike the balance of not leaning in to potentially harmful coping mechanisms. So I've been very aware of that. Um, I've been getting moving. I've been doing these 6 a.m. workouts, which t 
to some people may sound crazy, but if you have high anxiety and if you've experienced an anxiety attack, you know, like your heart rate goes up. I mean, your body is in fight or flight mode and that's physically draining. And so when I feel like that, it is so nice to get a workout in and kind of release that tension. And I'm getting my heart rate up in a healthy way. And, you know, it's really good. I've been like lifting uh, light weights, nothing super heavy. Uh, but I usually I don't usually I just do like straight cardio for an hour and a half. But lifting the weights, it's been really good for me. Um, so I definitely suggest that. And I've doing been doing my best to nourish my body. Even when I was having a really hard time eating, when I would eat, I would try to do like smoothies and healthy food. So that way, at least my body was getting good nutrients um, that was coming in. And you know what? Honestly, I am taking it just one day at a time. There's so much pressure to have everything figured out, to have your major figured out, you know, where you're going to be living next year figured out and, you know, staying on top of your classes and your social life and what's going on in the sorority and, you know, I'm getting ready to compete for a pageant, getting ready for that. What is my summer going to look like? What are internships going to look like? you know, getting a job right now. I mean, just so many things happening at once um, that I'm just taking it day by day because that's all you can do and that's all you can ask of any individual. And I think it's important that we remind ourselves of that um, every day, especially when things just feel so overwhelming that it's almost like unmotivating because you don't even know where to start. And my biggest suggestion is just start with today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Just start with today. Start with now. Um, and it's you're going to be okay. Um, that is all for today's episode. Please reach out. I have all of my social media, my email, all of that linked um, in the description. So you know, if you ever want to talk to me, please do. Please reach out. I love getting messages from people who are listening to the podcast. It makes me feel so good. And remember, you're going to be okay. See you next time.